Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting-edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Do you want to become insanely successful? Do you want to be the go-to guru in your industry? Do you want to be talked about for all the right reasons? For over 40 years, Kevin Harrington has helped people just like you become significant influencers. Now he's broken the process down in the key person of influence roadmap, and it's yours for free. Just text KPI to him at 727-888-2100. Text KPI to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free step-by-step guide. Text KPI to 727-888-2100 to get the recognition you deserve and experience the success as the go-to voice everyone listens to in your industry today. Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast. This is your co-host, Seth Green. With me, as always, is the inventor of the infomercial and the original shark on the hit TV show, Shark Tank, Kevin Harrington. Kevin, thanks so much for joining us. Hey, Seth. Great to be here today. Thank you. Thank you. All right, we're super excited for our very special guest today, Stephen Borden, who is the VP of Business Development for Hemp Extraction Labs USA. They have over a decade of experience in hemp and cannabis extraction, along with two decades of experience in the oil and gas industrial building fabrication business. Steve, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Seth and Kevin. Pleasure to meet you, and thank you for having me on, guys. I appreciate it. Sure. With all that's going on now with the legalization of marijuana and CBD oil products flying off the shelves, what is the hemp extraction business? Well, that's the first step in in the whole process. Uh, Primarily what you have to do is whether you're doing cannabis or hemp, you have to take to an extraction lab to get the cannabinoids off of the plants and into a liquid form, which would be a distillate or isolate. So regardless of what you're doing and what sector you're in, you have to go to an extraction lab. That's the first and initial step, regardless of what uh, facet of the industry you're going to be in. So somebody's got to grow the plant and then they bring it to a company like yours to get those magical chemicals out of the plant so that they can make out of it whatever they're going to make. Correct. That's absolutely correct. Yeah. So when, when, when you extract, you're extracting the cannabinoids from the hemp. Is, is that how it is? It's happening. That's the first phase. Yes. An easy example would be the think of a washer. Um, you have an ethanol base is what we use. So the hemp will go into a, a machine, a processor. And what happens is the cannabinoids are stripped off of the hemp and wind up in the, in the, in the ethanol. So then the ethanol is drained. The hemp is drained out the other end. And what you have now is a liquid which still has THC in it. And that's further refined to get to a distillate or an isolate, which is completely free of the THC. And we, will, we, we produce what's called a T3, which is the clean, clear isolate, which is what we're going to wholesale and sell to the open market. So we're the beginning of the whole process. So all of the products people see, the oils and the creams, they have to have our, we're the first step. So you have to have an isolate and that's where we're, we're the wholesaler with the, with the initial product. Okay. And so, so um, I know, for example, um, and I don't know the status today, but like, for example, Amazon, had, it, it, they've been in some of the retailers a little bit nervous about 
the THC, the, the very small content of THC that might still exist. Do you have, you, you mentioned, I don't know if you said no THC or what, where do you end up with? Is it just a negligible amount of THC or what, what actually ends up when, when you're done? Well, we wind up with a pure uh, T3 isolate and it's completely free of any THC, zero. So you've solved that problem. Yep, absolutely. And any, any extraction lab will do the same thing. Now, your company, you guys started out in, in, with decades in the oil and gas lab sector. How does that benefit? Why the switch to hemp? And how does that benefit hemp extraction labs? Well, our experience in oil and gas, going back a couple of decades, our, our, our group, we fabricate um, solid steel structures for the oil and gas industry that are placed in remote locations. So when we fabricate and get an order from, from an oil company, these buildings are plug and play. So we will fabricate it. We will furnish it. We have the expertise to move them around the country, place them on the site, commission them, and then hand the keys over to the oil and gas company. So we have experience of two decades of doing that. So what we decided to do was going, when we going into the hemp sector, we've taken an expertise. We brought in an extraction team and experts in that uh, industry, became one company. So now we're taking our expertise in oil and gas, applying it to the hemp extraction lab. So now as forming one group, we can take the extraction equipment, furnish a building that we fabricate, locate it, and move it to Colorado, drop it on an industrial site, and plug it in and start extraction services. So we've got the expertise, engineers, mechanical engineers, um, design engineers, architects, etc. So our expertise in oil and gas and, and designing these labs for oil and gas, we're 10 steps ahead of the game. We're bringing the extraction experts put it all together. And now we basically have gone into a whole nother business, but bringing in the expertise from both sides and combining them. Currently you're a, a manufacturing company. You wholesale your product to others. Do you, do you make any of, do you have any of your own brands that you, that you take to the market or are you strictly in the manufacturing side of the side of the business or B2B or do you, do you have any B2C business at this stage? Well, just we're, we're, we're going to be a wholesaler of distillate and isolate. So we don't want to get into the retail side. It's extremely complicated and trying to start a brand and, and get that whole side of the industry. We decided to just primarily do extraction services, create the distillate and the isolate, and then sell it out in the wholesale market. So if somebody wanted to start a traditional extraction operation from scratch, what's involved? And then how do you guys obviously differ from that? Well, if you do a typical on-site construction, that could take anywhere from 18 to possibly 24 months. Standard, you know, you want to put a building on a, on a piece of property, you have to go through the process like you're going to construct a new building. The advantages we have is our buildings are already approved by the state of Colorado, 100% permitted. So once we fabricate our building in Houston, which is where our facility is, we'll furnish it. We'll then move it to Colorado, and it takes probably five to six days to get it there put it on our site, plug it in, and we're operational. We could do that in less than probably 22 weeks. So within 22 weeks, we're operational making money, whereas most other companies that want to do traditional on-site construction, that could take a year and a half or possibly longer or, or, or you know, maybe 12 to 18 months. But generally, we have a speed-to-market advantage over most anybody out there that we're aware of. I'm sure there are others, of course, but that's our, that's our one uh, key uh, advantage, we believe, over most others. There's been a lot of uh, interesting developments, uh, many positive, some 
some not as positive in, in the marketplace of distribution. What are you seeing with some of your clients in terms of the people you sell to and the success that they're having in the marketplace? Well, there's a shortage of our services. There's a bottleneck. So we're selling in the wholesale market. So for us to sell our dish or isolate is very, very easy. And that, and we expect this to be going on for the next several years. So on the wholesale side, everybody's looking for what we can produce. The bottleneck is coming with the farmers and the people growing the hemp. There's not enough extraction services available in the United States right now. So you have farmers that will be stuck with their product and they will have nowhere to take it. So they're not making any money. So our services are in high demand and will continue to be for many years. Basically, we figure at least three to five minimum. So you're in the middle. So there's the farmers who have the stacks of crop and they don't have a way to get it to market. And then there's obviously crazy consumer demand and they need you in the middle turning it into a product that they can sell. Correct. Well, again, everything starts with, with the Iceland distillate and the extraction. So if the farmer has, is lucky enough to find a lab, then they're making money. But the others, they're, they're out of luck. And that, that's where we come in. We, we plan on putting numerous labs in the state of Colorado to begin and then expanding into other, other states like Kentucky and Massachusetts and others across the country. I want to make sure I understand. You're, do you come out of your extraction process with the THC blend as well as a non-THC distillate? Is that is, is, is when, when, you, when you extract the hemp? Well, no. When we do our extraction service, we will strip all the THC out of it, 100%. And where does that go? Where does that THC go? When we strip it? it yeah. It's just gone? Well, no. There, there's, a, there's a specialized machine called an HPLC machine, and that's pretty much our, our, the heart of our, our operation. So once we put it through an HPLC, it's like processing uh, vodka. If you want to use a simple example, a lot of people can understand. The more you purify it, the better product you get. So it's just a step of reprocessing and running it through the machines. And eventually you strip all the THC out. So we get a pure 100% distillate THC free. Kevin's, I think Kevin's asking what happens to the THC that's stripped out? Could you sell that as a byproduct? Could it be put in something else? No, no, it's completely eliminated. Once we go through the process, it's, heat, it's heated out basically. Oh. Okay. Okay. So you've got it. Doc, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. I'm just wondering. So, it, are there other extractors like you that extract to save the THC? Absolutely. Or, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, but we decided okay. to stay away from the THC because of all the federal regulations. We're focusing strictly on hemp, which falls under the Department of Agricultural Guidelines. So we don't have to deal with the Marijuana Enforcement Division of Colorado because we're not dealing with THC in any way, shape or form, which allows us to ship our product, our discipline, our isolate across the country, across state lines. If you have any THC content, you're restricted from doing that or you're breaking the law. So we decided to focus strictly on hemp and avoid anything that had to do with cannabis. Gotcha. So you end up, do you end up with a, with a CBD oil then that is, is THC free? Is that? It's, it's, it's more like a liquid. If, if you look at it through a glass, it's crystal clear. It looks just like water when we're finished, our huh. final product that we wholesale. Does that turn into CBD oil? Well, you take the extract, you take, you take the, 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 the distillate or isolate, and then that's incorporated into the products that everybody is making, which includes the oils, the creams, and the numerous other products that are available on the market today. So you're, turning, you're, you're extracting out the key ingredient that everybody needs to make their potions and lotions? Correct. Absolutely. Okay. You said it's crystal clear and looks like water. I got to ask, ever drink it by mistake? <laughs> Say that again, please. 
Did you, since it looks like water, have you ever accidentally drank a glass of it by mistake? <laughs> no, I have not. <laughs> and I'm not sure what would happen. That's a good question, oh. and no one's ever asked that. Yeah. Well, when you're not, it's not a good thing to do, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> not, Way too probably constipated. Not. Well, it has great health benefits, but in that form, I'm not sure what it would do to you. <laughs> well, when you talk about the hemp industry as a whole, where's the money? Is it in the retail products like Kevin was asking about? Is it wholesale? Is it extraction? Where's the gold mine? Because obviously there's a gold rush going on right now that you're in the middle of. Well, our, our, the numbers on the wholesale side are, are extremely lucrative. You know, the retail side, there are a lot of companies out there making money, but it's a lot harder to establish your brand and brand recognition. And we've been hearing a lot of uh, uh, stories about people having issues with that and, and, and the retail side of things. So we decided to stay on the wholesale side and, and produce just the distillates and the isolates. We thought about eventually expanding into um, pens and vape, you know, vapes and pens and going along the retail side and creating the brand. But we decided against that based on all the due diligence that we've provided and, and uh, excuse me, been provided to us and the research that we've done. So we decided against the retail market altogether. We really want nothing to do with it. It's more wholesale. It's clean. It's out the door once we produce it and we just keep on going. So we're, we're, we're creating the, the building blocks for everybody else. So just like Cisco routers power the internet, you power the, the industry. I guess, yeah. That's a good way of putting it. So it looks like the, the retailers, the CVSs and, and the, the drugstore chains are, are, are now starting to, um, to sell CBD-type products uh, where they've up to now have kind of been holding back. Where do, you, where, do you think, where do you see the market going over the next couple of years in the retail world? Well, there's, there's figures out there, numerous articles and major publications. You could read them um, extensively. There's extensive articles. They've got estimates of $20 billion, $22 billion by 2022 in the CBD market in general, which includes wholesale, retail, and so forth. So, so the growth is going to be exponential. You know, all the major Fortune 500 companies are all getting involved now. So the demand is going up. Everybody knows it because CBD could be used in thousands of products. It's just a matter of, you know, which report you want to read and which number you want to believe. But the growth is there. The demand is there. It's just a matter of which, which side of the fence you want to get on in relation to the, to the industry in general. We decided to stick with the wholesale side and extraction rather than go after the retail side and, and, uh, and, and that, that end of it. You're currently also raising investment capital. Why should investors choose your team and opportunity as opposed to anyone else in the industry? Well, we have speed to market, which is our key. We have experts to include mechanical engineers, industrial engineers, biochemists, um, bio, biologists. We have a full team that could not only fabricate, produce the buildings, furnish the buildings, move the buildings, move our labs, place them, plug them in, and then run them and operate them efficiently. So we have a speed to market advantage. And at this time, there's, there's a, there's a, there's a, a lot of opportunity in both Colorado and across the country. So at this point in time, we're willing to talk to uh, qualified investors and or companies to join venture with us. It just you know, may or may not be the right fit for them, but we're willing to talk to uh, any group that we want to participate if they chose to. We just have to talk to them and qualify them and explain the ins and outs of how we're trying to operate our business and what their role would be. But we have a large, large market. Build one of your labs, and then what type of revenue potential is there? And we won't quote you. Okay. Uh, well, as an example, um, we're doing commercial labs. So the minimum we're starting with is 2,400 pounds per day, and that will generate millions a month and tens of millions annually. 
So they're very lucrative. Is, and is, what does it cost to build a lab? Well, our labs right now, to furnish them, fabricate them, move them from A to Z to include tariffs, is a little over $5.5 million for a 2,400-pound lab. However, we'll max out at 6,000 pounds um, a day is as high as we'll go at this point, and that would come in or just under $10 million. So 2,400, 5.5, you get a better bang for your buck, as they say, doing it 6,000 pounds per day, a little under 10 Is your distribution primarily in the U.S. or do you sell into Canada or any other parts of the world? We can sell our our finished product anywhere. We're looking for the best price and there's a market out there. There's been a wholesale market out there for years. Plus you could get online and there's a lot of avenues you can go to to sell what we're going to be producing. So we're going to look for the best price. Uh, Example, right now a kilo of T3 isolate, you can get probably $7,500 to $8,500 a kilo. So it's extremely lucrative in that respect. We expect the price to go up, but it's just a matter of the best price. So we, we're going to go out there and shop, but we know people in the industry and have known for years. So it's just a matter of once we start production in a particular location, we'll line up a, a buyer. Now we can do a long-term contract, but that would be beneficial for us because the market prices changes. So we're going to look for the best price. So we could sell it, we could sell it anywhere in the world if we chose to. One of the things that, that you hear about, like, for example, there was in New York City um, stories about restaurateurs that were putting CBD oils into some of their meals. And, you know, you could order something at a restaurant that might have a little CBD in it. And then they came out and says, oh, no, we we need to understand, you know, what's what what's in this CBD and, a reg, you know, kind of there's is there a regulatory body now? or soon to be that's looking at the, the distribution of CBD uh, products and, and uh, whether or not they're going to, you know, allow these companies to, to, uh, to go through certain distribution channels. Well, yeah, the, the FDA is getting involved, but you just can't put it in food and sell it. There, there's an issue there, you know, but you know, dog food, you know, there's certain products that you're allowed to do it. And, and, and numerous companies are, and unfortunately there's a bunch of companies out there making false claims. So right now you technically can't put it in food, um, but I believe uh, some other some companies are doing this right now, and it's just a matter of the FDA catching up. But it's, it, they don't have enough of the studies to to confirm the the good or the bad. Even though everyone knows it's a good thing, CBD is a good thing, and it's proven to a point. But the FDA still hasn't jumped on board wholeheartedly, completely, to say yes, you, you can put this in whatever you choose to produce. So that's an ongoing process. But they're pushing it as quickly as they can. So it can be infused into just about anything. That's, that's the ultimate goal of the, of the industry. And so um, because you, you, you go on the internet and you see literally hundreds of people selling CBD oils um, and tinctures and drops and this and that. And I order things myself personally and, you know, you know, just exploring this, how, how as a consumer, how does somebody know, that what they're consuming that they may have seen at a trade show or on online somewhere. How, how does a consumer know whether it's actually safe to consume something like that? Well, that's just it. Um, that's about branding. And again, if a fortune 500 company, fortune 500 company was producing a product, you're familiar with the name and you'd probably be comfortable with it, but there's so many startups out there in the industry right now making claims. And some of them are true. Some of them are false, but generally with the oils and the creams, it's about branding growing that brand name recognition, and then trusting that brand. So it's sort of like the Wild West right now. 
there's so many companies jumping into this and nobody knows you know who to trust and there in lies one of the one of the problems being on the retail side of it exactly so that's why we're staying away from that so if you if 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 an entrepreneur wants to buy some isolate from you put it into their own product what do you recommend they do relative to you mentioned the fda what what do you recommend that they do in order to have a product that is good and is not going to have any problems in the marketplace from the FDA standpoint. You mentioned you can't put it in food, but you can just put it into into uh, tinctures that you can just t- take it directly. But I mean, wh- where is the? Wh- how do you do it such that you're in compliance with the industry? Well, that's a question I I don't think I can answer because okay. we're wholesaling. We're going to wholesale it to whomever wants to buy it from us. What they do with it. Is, is up to them. But so we're looking for the best price for, for, for our, for, for our product, what they do with it after the facts, or I'm not going to give them the advice because I'm not in a position to do that. It's just a matter of you want to give me 7,500 and the next guy wants to give me 8,000. I'm going to sell it to the guy who wants to give us $8,000 and thank you very much. So I, I can't answer that question properly. Um, but it's a good question. I just don't know how to address it because that's not part side of the business that we've never really delved into. And, and didn't really plan on. But again, for us, it's the best price. And whomever we're selling it to, what they do with it yeah. um, is up to them. The old supply and demand model, huh? <laughs> yeah, well, and the bottleneck is the extraction side, and which is why we decided to, uh, to, to get into this. Stephen, for our folks who are listening and watching who are interested in the investment opportunity and learning more about how they can make money um, with you on the wholesale side of the business, what is the best place for them to go to learn more? Well, we can go to our website at uh, www.hempextractionlabsusa.com and our phone number is there and an email is there. Awesome. All right. Uh, Stephen, incredible story. Very fascinating business, obviously. Um, you're in the new, new gold rush. So uh, we greatly appreciate your time. We know you're really busy. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks, Stephen. Thanks for having me, guys. Kevin, it's a pleasure to meet you. Thanks for having me on, guys. Do you need money to fund your idea, product, or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet, and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727-888-2100. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text pitch to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.